Welcome to Track to the Future, an Array Technologies podcast and your source for insight into utility-scale PV tracking innovation. We'll be discussing thoughtful engineering, plant reliability and performance, and new developments in solar tracking. Join us for industry trends, expert opinions, and more, lighting the way to a brighter, smarter future. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Track to the Future, a podcast from the experts at Array Technologies. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the show. We are thrilled to have you along with us. Today, we're diving into ISO certification, what it is, why it's important, and who benefits from having a certification like this. And we have three subject matter experts who are going to guide us through this conversation. First is our moderator, Travis Rose. He's vice president of sales for North America at Array Technologies, and he's responsible for leading, organizing, and directing the North American sales and project management teams at Array Technologies and driving the continued success of Array's best-in-class solar tracker products. Travis brings over a decade of solar experience to Array, drawing upon his years of experience in previous roles at SMA America and Advanced Energy. He's committed to the relentless advancement of solar. Travis has a BA in Business Administration from the University of Texas and an MBA from Colorado State University. We're also joined today by Chris Weaver, the Director of AOS and Quality for Array, and Mike Brown the VP of Operations at DQS. So we're going to be guided through our conversation today by those three with Travis as the moderator. So let me turn things over to Travis Rose, Vice President of Sales for North America at Array Technologies, and let him take it away. I'm thrilled to be here discussing the intricacies of ISO and quality systems. A, A big reason why is because at Array Technologies, we recently completed our ISO audits and ISO certification. This is really exciting as this marks a big step in Array Technologies' growth as a global leader in renewable energy. One of the key differentiators that Array Technologies has been known for over the years is our extremely reliable solar trackers. So these reliable trackers have been providing our customers the most return on their equipment investments for decades. With Array's deepened commitment to quality process and tools through ISO, we anticipate continuing to provide reliable, quality products into the utility solar market for years to come. We have some quality folks with us today who also happen to be experts in quality systems and ISO certifications. So let's get started with some basics. With us, we have Mike Brannock from DQS and Chris Weaver from Array Technologies. Mike, let's start with you. What is ISO certification? So let's start with the ISO standards. The one standard that Array has um, gotten certified to so far is the ISO 9001 standard. It's a quality management system standard. And to get certified, it means that uh, the company has gone through a rigorous examination of, of all things in the standard. The, the first step is going through a, a stage one, which looks at your, at your documentation, at your internal audits and at your management reviews just to make sure things are in place. And and most likely they took a, a, a plant tour of some sort, either virtually or in person, to get a feel for the for the system and what happens at Array. What we want to do there is, is make sure that the scope is correct and so forth. Uh, then during the stage two assessment, we just dive in deeply into the different processes and make sure they are defined, that they have uh, goals set, that they've done some some risk assessments and that their process is working effectively and efficiently. And this, it is very normal going through this process that you have uh, some nonconformities are identified. You know, once those nonconformities have been corrected and and, uh, and validated as being um, being corrected, now then we issue a certificate 
uh, that's internationally recognized that you can display on your website or lobby or anywhere you want. So Chris, that poses the question, why get ISO certification and why is it important for a company like Array Technologies that's supplying solar tracker to get ISO certification? Well, Travis, I think to your question, one of the first things why get ISO certification is it starts to develop a culture within a company of not only getting a certificate, but actually risk-based thinking, prevention of risks, and also improvement of the company. So, you know, that's where we started at. But then to your point with the customers, I think it improves customer confidence that we do have good quality systems in place to make sure that we're meeting their requirements and for customer satisfaction. We're also ensuring consistency of our quality of our products and services, no matter where in the globe that we sell those to. To your point, we do have many, many customers, not only in the US, but also globally. And I think ISO certification globally is a well-known standard. It's recognized. And I think customers are looking for that in future relationships with in partnerships with their suppliers. So I think that's another big, big reason to get the ISO certification. Additionally, what we did with our ISO certification or why get it is we can try to say, what's the minimum amount of work that we can do in order to get the certification? We actually looked at this as an opportunity to truly improve our systems. We implemented systems into our procedures and our processes, such as high aspects of high volume manufacturing from automotive. We looked at things within our supply base and improving processes in the supply base, such as what we would call an automotive PPAP requirement before we actually allow our suppliers to ship the products. So we're looking at a lot of things, even into our design process. We looked at how we do our design and our process validation plans, implementing control plans. These are all aspects that aren't necessarily required in ISO, but we think that it actually improved and enhanced our ISO certification process. Chris, from a customer's perspective, you really hit the nail on the head because from what I hear from our customers is they're looking for consistency. They're looking for consistency in Array Technologies products, They're looking for consistency in Array's service, in how they communicate, and how they they operate with us. Um, Our customers are relying on our trackers to work and be out in the field for for decades, literally 30, 35-year type of, of, uh, of lifetime. So ISO gives our customers really a, a measuring point to ensure that, uh, that they're reducing risk as much as possible as they, uh, they work with us. Chris, you mentioned specifically ISO certification and how it relates to the global market outside of the, uh, the U.S. Uh, Mike, in your experience, what do, uh, what do you see as far as ISO requirements and the, the benefit of uh, being ISO certified when talking about uh, global business outside the U.S.? Right. So um, I guess you can take this by industry. So maybe the, the, the kind of energy sector where you guys are playing is, is hasn't gotten there quite yet. But in Europe, I mean, if you want to if you want to call a plumber, you're going to you're going to call one that's been ISO certified. I mean, it's gotten that to that level. Okay, in, in the service industries and in any consumer goods, I mean, everything is is going that way. And I think a lot of times, maybe the utilities played in their own backyards a lot, uh, and maybe they're not used to all these systems so much just yet. But I could see it moving in that direction. I mean, they're very into the uh, the ISO standards. So, as you go through ISO, what are some of the uh, the certification requirements that uh, uh, that are are similar ac- across uh, all of the the industries? The the standard 
just really provides a framework, right? And it becomes, um, you know, back in 1987, when it first came out, it was very prescriptive. And it was primarily focused on manufacturers uh, to get a, to get a good product out there in the market. And then gradually over the years, it has loosened up to more of a, a framework uh, scenario where it fits more companies. Uh, certainly, it, it serves the service industry better now than it ever has. But really, it just provides that framework to, to drive that continuous improvement. You know, you're supposed to set your processes up and have have uh, uh, targets, goals, KPIs, if you will, and keep aiming higher and higher every year, trying to get more more efficient, more effective in, in all areas. So that's, I mean, that's the real just behind most of the requirements in the ISO standard. Thanks, Mike. And, and, and Chris... While we were looking at this at, at Array Technologies, what uh, what were the, the factors that that drove Array to, uh, to to move towards doing the work to get our ISO certification? Well, I you know I think first off we had to do an awful lot of uh, education of all the people within the company. Basically, we looked at our quality management system and the seven principles that ISO is trying to look for. So we were working on what do we do for customer focus? Uh, how does our leadership get involved? make sure that we establish a unity of purpose, engage people in achieving quality objectives. We also looked at engagement of the people within our within Array, uh, focused on our competencies. We focused on empowerment, engaging people. We also looked at the process approach. So the process approach uh, is systematically identifying and managing all of the processes that we employ. So it's not just focusing uh, in a vacuum. We're looking at each individual process and how they align with each other. There again, we also looked at how we can do ongoing continual improvement. And two of the big areas are evidence-based decision-making as well as risk-based decision-making. And then finally, relationship management. So we're looking at our customers, our stakeholders, the people within Array, and kind of pulling those all together. And I'm curious, Chris, Array Technologies with our with our product, we're we're a little bit unique in that we manufacture some of our some of our own components. Uh, we source from uh, from global suppliers uh, many of our of our components, and these particular components they they don't go into a um, a manufactured good that whether rather they go straight to a uh, a site to be built by the customer. Chris, how how was that unique in in working through uh, through our ISO um, certification when we're working with suppliers shipping directly to to customers and then you know, a large percentage of our uh, our overall goods coming from suppliers versus uh, a larger percentage being manufactured directly by Array? Well, what we had to do initially is ensure that we had strong relationships with our suppliers and also strong processes in place to show that how we are assessing our suppliers as far as what suppliers do we actually want to be partners with us. The next one was once we selected certain suppliers, is making sure that these specific products that we're asking them to make and provide to us, that they have the processes in place and the controls in place to be able to ensure both on-time and quality products are being shipped directly to the customers. So we put new processes in place in preparation for ISO to include on-sourcing new suppliers, doing risk assessments to the suppliers, ensuring their product is properly uh, qualified, and then that they're continuously monitoring their product as they're shipping. So we've put a lot of systems in place with our suppliers. And actually, as a, a note in this, when our DQS auditors came in, they said that was one of the strengths that we have within Array is the how we do control our suppliers and work with our suppliers. Uh, so I think that is something that over the last year or so, we've really enhanced. 
Yeah, thanks, Chris. And and so, Mike, continuing on that, with, with your experience, is, is there a certain set of, of pre-requirements that you've seen companies that have, have been successful in the long term that they have going into, uh, into an ISO certification or into uh, a quality management uh, review? Well, I would say certainly, you know, the keep it simple process or mindset, rather. And that is, you know, know what your customers want. You know, they really only want three things. You know, they want, they want a good quality product, they want it on time, and they want it as close to free as possible. You know, so if you, if you focus on those three things and drive those, those goals down through the organization and keep everything aligned, I, I think that's a really good starting point. You know, sometimes people get in their own little cocoons or their own silos and they, and they start coming up with some goals and KPIs that might make sense for them in their mind, but it doesn't really align with what the customer needs. So those are, I think, uh, critical items. And of course, that needs to be all driven, I think, from, uh, from top management. But, uh, but getting everything aligned, that's one of the toughest things, getting everything aligned and everybody marching to the, to the, to the same drumbeat uh, or rowing in the same direction is, is the real challenge. And, and if you can get that in place early on, you can make this thing go, go far and go quickly. Mike, it sounds like you can almost tell from from the get go, based off of the executives' team's involvement and, and commitment, if if the uh, the process is going to be a success or not. Certainly, yeah. I've, you know, we've seen a, a few times over the years, or more than a few times, you know, where the top management uh, pulls aside the quality manager and says, "Hey, go get us ISO certified." You know, and and, and that's really hard. <laughs> that's a, that's a hard job for one person to do that. You know, we've had some people pull it off, but then it, it all falls apart if that person leaves, you know. So uh, really, uh, you got to have that top management commitment early on to be a, be a success. So, Chris, you've mentioned in a couple of your uh, your comments, discussing of a quality management uh, system. Can you kind of uh, dig into what a, what a quality management system entails and uh, what was... Uh, initially in place with, with array technologies and then what, uh, what had to, to evolve or improve as we went through the, the ISO certification? To your first, first point, Travis, uh, the quality management system, basically it's a formalized system documenting your, your processes, your procedures, and who's responsible for achieving those in each of the different various organizations. They're looking for quality objectives in a quality management system, a quality policy, and other things with customer and regulatory requirements. The overall goal is really to improve both the effectiveness and the efficiency of how we work on our systems, our quality management system. As far as what we needed at Array, there are a lot of elements already in place. We did have a quality policy prior to starting this journey for ISO, but some of the items within the quality policy weren't exactly where they need to be to meet the ISO certification requirements. So we worked on adopting a more streamlined quality policy that also aligned Array's six behaviors and what we do internally. We improved our quality objectives for each of the functional areas and the business processes. We improved our quality manual, as well as we looked at our, all of our internal processes, our procedures, the work instructions. We went down into the details. Then we did a lot of work with document control. We actually put in a new system that I would say it's probably better than anywhere I've worked. It's an excellent system in our own internal internet that we're using right now for document control. So there's a lot of different elements into a quality management system. A lot of them were already in place, but a lot of them needed streamlining and improvement. Mike, is that pretty pretty common as far as uh, document management systems as you as you look at different uh, different companies? Is that a 
is that a, a pitfall or a difficulty that uh, a lot of companies have, especially when they're initially getting their their ISO certification? And then what what are some other potential pitfalls or difficulties that the companies have while they they work towards their ISO certs? So it's kind of evolved over the years. Uh, certainly, in you know, if you go way back in the start of the uh, quality management system um, ISO standards, it it was very heavily focused on um, hey, all these procedures you need. You have to procedure, you have to document it and, and, and um, keep everything under control. Nowadays, there are very few required documents that have to be in place, although most companies do have these things documented. Of course, with also with the, um, you know, the technology evolving all the time, you've got all, all kinds of, of um, online systems anymore that make document control much easier. You know, back in the days when I started this, it was all uh, hard copies <laughs> and binders everywhere. You know, and that was a nightmare. Of course, you could you couldn't go through an audit without getting dinged for something in document control. You know, these days, making it electronic everywhere. I mean, the, the best companies have it right there on the shop floor as well, and, and there are no documents anywhere basically. Uh, and that's certainly the the way things are moving. A lot of and the, and the quicker you get there, the, the simpler it, it is uh, for your company. And it's easier to change and modify things electronically all the time um, versus, you know, routing those hard copies around for signatures and what and whatnot. So we've we've, we've come a long way. You know, having all that stuff electronic is, is the way to go. So, Mike, I'd be I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. Array Technologies completed our ISO certification. We'll call it uh, post-COVID world or or during COVID world, mm-hmm. where uh, travel was essentially eliminated. Uh, most of our 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 colleagues were were working remote. What kind of challenges have you seen from a from an audit perspective, from a certification perspective, since uh, since COVID restrictions have have gone into place, and and how have you had had to be uh, to be flexible to deal with those? We had some odd timing uh, for some training. So we had training last year, national training, with all of our auditors, and um, it was uh, it was ended on March thirteenth, I believe, and that's right when COVID was getting to the, the critical uh, status, I guess. And the very next week, we shut everybody down. We said, okay, we are not traveling. We're not going to spread this disease around the country by getting on planes and, and auditing people. But during that training, one of our, one of the topics was remote auditing. Because it's been out there and it's been an available tool to use in, in, in uh, auditing management systems. But we hadn't taken advantage of it. And we were starting to get, you know, some virtual companies out there. I was like, gosh, how do you audit a virtual company? Well, you audit them, audit them remotely, right? Um, so we've been thinking about this and, and moving that way. So we trained everybody, fortunately, uh, in March of last year. And within two weeks, we were rolling into doing audits um, remotely. And of course, we learned a lot over the first uh, couple of months. We, we reached out to those customers uh, and said, okay, what went right? What went wrong? You know, we learned, we retrained people and we got better at it, you know, to the point where we did probably 60 to 75% of our audit days last year in 2020 that were done uh, via remote techniques, you know, so, you know, some of the, some of the sound check things we did before this podcast, you know, we, we use that with the customers. We tell the customers what they need. Uh, I'm doing one later this week. You know, where we, we practiced last Friday, I guess. Hey, let's go out into the various areas of your plant. Let's see how your Wi-Fi is holding up. See how your, your signal is holding up. 
Uh, can I hear you? Can you hear me? Uh, do you have sound canceling uh, microphones, sound canceling uh, headsets? How about the, how about the camera? You know, is is the, what camera are you using, and and how stable is it? You know, we found out uh, that having the, the a computer on a cart or a or an iPad on a tripod that's able to move around with an articulating arm, maybe. You know, there's all kinds of different ways to do these things, but we have we've gotten better and better. And at the same time, doing these things, our customer satisfaction has kept going up, which has been which has been great to see. I don't know if that just means they don't like seeing the physical auditor in their plant or 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 what, but it, it's certainly uh, everybody seems to be pleased with how it's working out. And and a lot of times I've, I've talked with the customer and they're saying, you know, going into that audit, we were a little apprehensive. We didn't know how it was going to work. But once they went through it, they said, hey, that worked great. Not nearly as difficult as I thought. And and we got the same same level of, of audit they thought. So it's been, while challenging, it's also been um, eye-opening as to the possibilities going forward. Uh, and just uh, just early this morning, I got uh, some notification that you know, the aerospace group, uh, they've got their own rules committee, and they, they've come out and said, okay, once we get out of COVID, we're okay with you guys doing half the audit remotely using ICT um, and communication technologies, basically. I think the whole industry is going to go that way, at least partial, partial remote auditing and, you know, the, and going and having the people, you know, I think that the, the, um, the thought is that you would do the production stuff in the, in the plant, uh, as your, as your onsite activity. And a lot of these, maybe the document control, maybe the sales, maybe the purchasing stuff, those things that are easily seen, uh, on a, on a computer screen can very easily be done, continue to be done, uh, remotely. Sounds like with a lot of industries, COVID will have, have changed how uh, how we've done done business in this as well. Mm-hmm. So, so Chris, outside of the the difficulties of uh, working with multiple people in multiple offices in multiple areas, what are some uh, what are some other pitfalls or difficulties that companies may have while working towards ISO certification, or that uh, that we encountered specifically at Array? Well, I think when we first started the ISO journey, a lot of people within Array were a little nervous. It just seemed like it was such a big task uh, to overcome. So I think some of the pitfalls are you, you really have to have somebody or a few people within the company that that can guide the people through and lead them and break out to a timeline that's manageable. So it has to be workable pieces to work on. I think that's the biggest pitfall that we we had is that it's there's so much that we thought we had to do, but after the fact, when people saw, this wasn't so bad after all, they said, and they, they saw the improvements. And it uh, actually, I believe it improved our culture within Array to the point where people are talking about ISO. It's now a word that is used in daily conversation within the company. I think that the improvements that have been made within our systems are now, people are asking about this. They're going forward. We're making even continual improvements over and above what we already have done. So those are the pitfalls is that you have to break it down into manageable pieces and work with the teams on a on an individual basis, and then pull it all together. Thanks, Chris. So, Mike, now that Array Technologies is ISO certified, uh, the, the the honeymoon's over. How does an ISO certified company maintain certification moving forward? That's a good question, Travis. Uh, 
it's it's funny, you know, you, all that work has gone in. You've had months and months of work, and you've you've done your internal audits, and you get through the certification audit, and there may have even been some applause at the closing meeting. I'm, I'm not sure I wasn't there, but the many times there is, you know, hey, we've we've done it. We've we've got it. We got a certificate. Certificate is coming in the mail, you know, and it feels like it's over. You know, but we like to tell the auditors uh, to emphasize that, no, this isn't, it isn't over. It's just the beginning. You know, you've gotten yourself to a certain point and now we want to just continue on the journey and, and get, keep getting better. So in order to do that, we're going to come back and visit you periodically. You know, I don't know what you chose. Most companies choose for us to come back in uh, every once a year. Uh, another option is once every six months. Uh, and some people choose that just to you know, they want that that constant reminder that to, to walk the walk. But yeah, so at least annually, we will come in, we'll do a, a partial audit of the system uh, in the first two years. So um, there's there's certain things we will always do, we will always go into production, we will always look at internal audits, we will always look at customer complaints and always look at internal audits uh, and management review. So yeah, those are the basics. And then we cover off a portion of the rest of the of the requirements. So we may do purchasing during the first year. We may do sales in the second year. We may do design the first year and and uh, and choose to skip it in the second year. So, uh, but over the over those first two years of, of of surveillance audits, we will cover the whole system again. Okay, whatever we miss on the first one, we will catch on the second one. Uh, and then in the third year, we call it your recertification year, and this is where we need, when we do a whole system audit, similar to the the stage two audit on certification, but it may not, may be slightly shorter than that audit. Uh, but we will we will follow through and, and look at the, all the uh, all the different processes. So, Chris, now that Array is ISO certified, what specific steps are you having to take as uh, as managing our quality management system to ensure that we maintain our certification? Yeah, Travis. To Mike's point, uh, we have a system in place right now. We've already scheduled our internal audit that we'll be doing later in the summer early fall, I have a team in place within the quality department that we basically are working with all the business process owners on an ongoing basis, even now, to make improvements in their business process. We're doing many internal audits, reviewing the documents out on the floor, ensuring people are following those. We will be having a follow-up audit from DQS in November of this year. So we keep reminding people in our weekly meetings that this isn't going away. Uh, it's not a one and done. It's an ongoing way of doing business. I think people are actually appreciating that and seeing the, the benefits. So we are going to continue to push the teams to make the improvements, to continually audit the teams and ourselves. We also have management reviews scheduled. We have four management reviews scheduled over the course of this 2021 year with the teams and with leadership that will be reviewing all of the metrics, the status, any issues that we find to make sure that we're ongoing and it's always in the forefront within the company. Additionally. We're even looking right now at, now that we've gone through the ISO 9001, what other ISO certifications would benefit the company? So we are in the process of working with DQS on some additional ISO auditing and certifications. And Mike, what, what, are, what others are some other types of, uh, of certifications in the, the ISO family that, that uh, manufacturing companies look at? Well, certainly the, the one probably that followed ISO 9000 was the ISO 14000 standard, which is the, the environmental management system standard, you know, wanting to, you to uh, prevent pollution and uh, work efficiently uh, with regards to energy and so forth. I, mean, I think and maybe in your uh, uh, industry, 
you may want to take a look at 50,001, which is the energy standard. Certainly, um, we have a lot of companies now, probably our biggest growth uh, standard right now is uh, so 45,001, which is the uh, health and safety standard. Uh, and a lot of these come with drivers, you know, so, you know, the automotive industry will, will put out something says, hey, everybody, you need to get uh, certified to 14,001 or 45,001. Or the Department of Defense may come out and say, and this is the one that's currently going on, hey, you guys need to be, um, if you want to do business with us, you have to have your your IT systems, your cybersecurity system uh, certified and accredited. All these all these different things uh, keep uh, pushing companies and industries as a whole uh, into doing uh, doing the right thing. I'm going to say we, we're here. We we have we are accredited to do all these different certifications and whatever you need, we're ready. We're ready and willing to help. Yeah, some of these you can start with just a just a uh, even a, just a gap assessment. You know, I, I I think in this day and age in the IT sector. You know, it is, um, and I just heard about one today where the Chinese have gotten very into hacking of the uh, the exchange servers, uh, looking at Outlook and, and stealing information that way. So I don't know why any company wouldn't wouldn't go out and try and get certified, uh, maybe, maybe not even certified ISO 27001, but at least have a gap assessment and just know where they are and how vulnerable they are to those um, cyber criminals that are out there. Yeah, it's very interesting. You brought up three key um, hot topics in in the uh, utility solar industry right now. That's energy usage, sustainability, and then cybersecurity. It's interesting as a, as a fairly young industry, uh, utility solar. I'm a little bit surprised that our industry is just now kind of coming as our customers demanding that their large suppliers be uh, be ISO certified. Um, some of the companies within utility solar um, and some of our competitors, in fact, that you would assume were ISO certified because of their their uh, their size um, aren't necessarily are. And that was one of the reasons why it was very important for us at, at Array Technologies to undertake this this initiative and, and become uh, or kind of continue to be a, a leader in, in um, utility solar and how we how we develop and how we uh, we ship reliable products. Chris, any other things that you see from a from a uh, customer standpoint on on why they why they care that Array is ISO certified? I guess specifically anything else you're hearing from global customers. Well, it's it's funny you mentioned that, Travis. I did have a, a call last week with a, a global customer uh, out of Europe, and we were talking about ISO and what they're looking for. And it was pretty interesting to hear that. Basically, none of our competitors at this time that they were potentially working with had ISO, and I think it was a you know a strong you know marketing point in one way with the customer, but also you know it proved out when we were talking about our systems we had in place, it proved that you know we were very serious about it and we had strong systems. So some of our customers, as a matter of fact, when we talked about ISO to them, there was one about three weeks ago. They don't have ISO, our customers, so they were very impressed with that that we were able to get ISO 9001 and that we're currently looking at going even further. To Mike's point, we're looking at the 14,001, the environmental management system, and also the 45,001, the occupational health and safety management system, ISO certifications. And I've recently just had two of the people within my department become certified to lead auditors for both of those standards. So we are very aggressively pursuing those. You know, I think that actually helps. One of the uh, customers, I actually said if they needed help with getting ISO 9001 and any tips that we'd be happy to, to work with them on that. I think it's a, 
benefit to our customers. It's a benefit to us, both uh, from a working with the customer and showing that we have these systems, but also to, to improve ourselves as a company. Mike and Chris, great job. You too, Travis. Mike, I enjoy this. All right. Very good. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Thank you. Well, everyone, that's going to do it for our conversation today. Thank you all so much for joining us for this uh, fascinating look into ISO certification, what it is and why it's so important. And thank you so much to our panelists today, to Travis Rose for guiding the conversation, to Chris Weaver and Mike Branock for joining us here on the podcast. We appreciate them joining today very, very much. And everyone, thank you for listening. And of course, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure you stay up to date with the latest from Array Technologies by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts these days. Make sure and go find Track to the Future and subscribe to stay up to date with the latest in thought leadership from Array. And of course, you can always visit their website, ArrayTechInc.com, ArrayTechInc.com to get more information on anything that you heard about today here on the show. And of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast, so stay tuned for that. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.